Now, Chuseok, or Korean Thanksgiving as often it's referred to, uh, traditionally a time of family gatherings. But the percentage of single-person households has increased from 9% in 1990 to 28% in 2016 in this country. Nearly one out of three households are just made of one person. What does that mean? Not only for Chuseok, for general life. And uh, also around 20,000 newlywed couples are international couples, uh, not the traditional Korean backdrop here. And so that's roughly one out of ten newlyweds. In other words, we're seeing society being reshaped before our eyes at quite a fast speed. Professor Ku Inhue from the Department of Social Welfare at Seoul National University joins us on the line to tell us more. Good morning to you. Good morning. And um, I mean, what's your Chuseok plan like? Um, as many people do, we'll visit, our family will visit my mother's to have a memorial ceremony on the Chuseok morning. And then we'll visit my wife's parents on the next day. That's our schedule. But uh, presumably you recognize that that tradition is changing. Yeah. uh, Actually, many people, especially the young generation, uh, do not want to strictly follow the tradition and rather choose to spend the holidays for vacation on their own. I think basically they show more individualistic orientation and do not readily accept the tradition, um, basically which is based on a more paternalistic and hierarchical uh, family religion in Korea. Actually, a recent online survey showed that young people really dread being asked about um, when they're going to get married, when they're going to have children by older relatives. It's it's enough to not want to be confronted by those relatives, by all accounts. Mm. What does that tell yeah. us about the shifting perspective on the family here? Yeah, I think uh, there are uh, there are two tr- uh, trends uh, are going on among many young adults. The first one is. Uh, kind of a transition transition in value or norms about marriage and childbirth. As many young adults prefer to pursue their own career, they do not put high priority on families as before, so they marry late or stay single. And secondly, they also face serious barrier to setting up their own families, even if they are very willing to. And for example, they have difficulties getting a secure job and finding affordable housing. So uh, young adults uh, may feel very uncomfortable by the questions from the elder family members, such questions. The trend, it's not just for young adults here, though, when we look at an increasing number of people in their middle age deciding not to marry or or actually just to end their marriage. Mm. What's going on there? Can you explain this concept of, of graduation from marriage, tulhon, which is getting a lot of media attention at the moment and, and, and seems to differ from the traditional idea of divorce? Yeah, I think it, uh, setting up or maintaining family in our days is not an easy task, even for middle-aged adults. They also experience insecurities in jobs and income, and they may have sacrificed the family life for maintaining their career outside the home. And in the meantime, attitudes about marriage and divorce have been changing. In the past, marriage functioned as an institution for raising children and reproducing family. 
why it isn't recognized. The family should be based on intimate and romantic relationship between individuals. Uh, now, the, the emphasis uh, is on the uh, individual relationship between uh, family members. So family conflicts under the, those circumstances may easily lead to divorce, but in Korea, divorce has been stigmatized. So people, I think, uh, people uh, choose uh, some kind of a more modified version of divorce, which is called uh, the graduation from uh, marriage, I think. Tell me, though, about the problems of living on your own here. There might be great freedom, you might escape the questions, but there are a lot of drawbacks which we can touch on. For example, uh, financially, Statistics Korea shows the average monthly income of single-person households in the second quarter of this year was um, less than half of that of overall households. And, and, you know, when we look at single households, very... Uh, fewer of them uh, actually own their own house. That kind of thing mm-hmm. seems to be a major problem. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I, I think actually there may be a, a bi-directional relationship between single household and economic suffering. It may be that economically insecure people tend to become a single more frequently. And again, if you become a single you will not have any buffer when you are exposed to unfavorable life events. For example, single persons are more likely to experience poverty when they are unemployed. On the other hand, uh, if a co- in a couple family, a second owner will support when uh, main owner uh, will be unemployment. So they, they are very easily experience financial hardship if uh, some unfavorable events happen. Well, and, and it's actually just a health risk as well, isn't it? Um, mm. Researchers at Brigham Young University finding that social isolation increases the risk of death by an astounding 30%. Um, wow. Mm. How can municipal governments help at least to prevent single households from becoming too isolated, even if they don't want to have that traditional family bonding network? Mm-hmm. Basically, uh, uh, some Korean studies also report uh, single households, especially uh, middle-aged adults after devotion, uh, show low level of health, uh, depressive symptoms, and loss of self-esteem, and um, in many cases, financial trouble. So they also have more risk of suicide. Basically, uh, that uh, that phenomenon uh, can be explained by weakening family ties, and uh, it should be uh, the weakening family ties should be addressed by uh, by the more growing role of community support networks. So. Even local government should make efforts to, to the end and sometimes should consider a special program, uh, for example, a crisis intervention program for single households. Well, certainly society's got on board with this, with uh, hotels mm-hmm. <laughs> launching accommodation packages for single people, for Chuseok, uh, also um, Chuseok gift sets for one person. And, um, well, it's... It's certainly 
um, an area that has its pros and cons, but I think people need to be aware of the risks of, of living alone, the, the, the pitfalls, and just mm-hmm. try to take actions, as you've suggested as well, to counteract those if that's what they want to do. And th- that mm-hmm. freedom, of course, is very important. Another thing that I mentioned before is the changing makeup of married couples with nearly 300,000 so-called multicultural households taking up 1.7% of the total population. Um, Is the government able to to support them to ensure that smooth transition into a so-called multicultural society? Yeah, uh, uh, basically the uh, Korea is uh, uh, has a kind of uh, uh, unique characteristics in uh, in the sense that the multicultural families in Korea uh, basically driven by the marriage of migrant people from uh, Southeast East Asia and China. And uh, so far, governments uh, uh, usually focused on early settlement and adaptation of marriage migrants. But I think now we should make more efforts enhancing Korean resident understanding of multicultural families and their difficulties. And we, uh, every member of this society should make efforts to embrace uh, uh, multicultural families in, in, in Korea. Yeah, I mean, does it concern you that um, the divorce rate's increasing among multicultural families, taking up to 7.1% of total divorce cases in this country? Um, and and that um, we often see a scenario where you have a Korean husband uh, and a migrant wife from China, Vietnam, Vietnam or the Philippines, more than 60% of wives coming from those countries. Uh, is there a trend there that somehow the government can intervene with, or, or again, is it just impossible to step in where people have free choices? Mm, yeah, um, basically, we need to uh, we need to examine what causes uh, the kind of uh, increasing divorce rate among, among multicultural families. I think multicultural families uh, frequently experience different family cultures and serious communication problems between spouses and also economic strains. I think, uh, uh, as I mentioned before, uh, the Korean family is more characterized by paternalistic family culture. And in, in the case of multicultural families, that kind of paternalistic family culture maintained by the uh, household has may obstruct gender equality between spouses in the multicultural families. Mm. So uh, those circumstances, family conflicts and even domestic violence may happen and may easily lead to divorce. So efforts on many dimensions are needed to address this issue. I think government also can help the families. Government may make uh, uh, family life stable by providing more access to jobs and social security programs and reducing economic hardship. And also family support programs, including child care support and family counseling may also help. Well, thank you very much, Professor Ku. Great to have you on the line with us today. Thank you.
And uh, happy Chuseok to you, Professor Ku Inhui from the Department of Social Welfare at Seoul National University. I mentioned those particular nationalities before because I, I think most of us agree or can acknowledge that there is an issue sometimes with respect for those particular countries or people from Southeast Asia, for example, in the multicultural setting here. If we want a truly multicultural society, it probably has to start from childhood education to, to value all nationalities, as idealistic as that sounds. Now, plenty going on this week. If you're looking for more events or activities to get up to, if you're worried that you're feeling lonely, maybe you're lonely because you've come from another country and you're not sure what Chuseok's all about, stay with us. We've got plenty more coming up in our next hour, and you can share your own suggestions, pound a sharp 1013 for 51 per message.